to the Coffee with Your Therapist podcast, the podcast where we talk with people in the therapy field about their careers, their work, and the music they like, all in 20 minutes. The podcast is sponsored by MindGuard. We are bringing artificial intelligence behavior monitoring to help therapists and their clients with solutions that focus on pre-therapy, in-therapy. Our software reduces the workload on therapists and aids the client to, to develop a better understanding of their mental health and well-being. Check out mindguard.com and enjoy the podcast. So welcome to the podcast, uh, Sive and Josh. And you two guys are research, you did some research into the psychology, psychology service in Trinity. But before we get to that, why don't you, the two of you introduce yourselves and tell us what you're doing. So go for it. I'll go first. Um, my name is Sive and... I'm a third year student uh, of psychology in Trinity. And I'm Josh, and I'm also a third year student in Trinity in psychology. Okay, brilliant to have you on, guys. And uh, this is going to be really interesting to get a fresh point of view. So so we'll, we'll sort of cut to the chase. Is you guys did a research project on the, is it, was there a particular outcome you're looking for? Or was it just a general view of the where the psychology services are in Trinity for students? So, yeah, we started off, we wanted to kind of assess if um, the perceptions of how accessible the student counselling service was were impacting whether students actually engage with the service. Like if they think that the waiting list is too long, are they just going to look elsewhere? But then as we went through it, we kind of realised that it was more of a supply and demand issue. So we had to look into why students were um, like requiring the services and why the waiting list were so long. So then... Um, it kind of just developed as we went along and um, became a, an insane 30,000 word document. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, was what what's your, you know, what was your sort of summary of the research? Sounds like it got pretty deep after a while. Yeah. So to like how we collected data, basically, we started off with a survey that we created that had a well-being measure, a help seeking scale. Um, they were like pre like we didn't create those measures they already exist um and then we created a scale to try and assess perceptions of accessibility of the service and then as kind of a dependent variable of whether people whether students would then engage with the service so we kind of collected the quantitative data on that and then we ran focus groups with students to kind of gain deeper insight into the that was after getting the data from the survey, we kind of realized that we were probably getting to the root of the the reason for the high levels of demand. Um, so the focus groups are great to find out that information, especially right. relevant to college, because like the numbers are great, but they don't really express the actual, they don't really depict feelings. the actual feelings and the people involved really. And then our final data collection uh, method was interviews with the people who are working in the services to provide the student counselling. So we interviewed a member of the students union, a member of the student counselling services. And then Trinity has the senior tutors uh, office. It's like they link, I don't know. It's like a mentorship. It's, yeah. Mm -hmm. So each student gets paired with a professor. Yeah. Um, and they would be kind of the first port of call if students 
have to defer an exam or get an extension on a deadline but usually then they might refer students or well they do refer students onto the student counseling services so to try and get it we tried to get a perspective from all parties involved in the service right and Um, what what were the three main things that came out of the your research what would how would you summarize the the results of the research um well i think we we came up we kind of finalized with like three themes out of all our data collected so the first being students well-being and the factors kind of affecting student well-being um a huge one was financial stress um especially with like the cost of living crisis and also given that trinity is like city center um Mm-hmm. I think like the cost of living is probably most expensive in like for students in Trinity than maybe a lot of other universities. Mm-hmm. Like even just getting into college, like the like especially people who are um international students trying to get accommodation, like the stress yeah. of the cost and the lack of housing. Um then academic stress was another huge factor. Um with our our students union representative kind of so the role of the students represent the student union representative that we spoke to um would be to sit in on a lot of uh senior management meetings mm-hmm. so he kind of had his his role is quite unique in that he hears it from both students and he gets to hear what happens at the higher level of senior management yeah and kind of just spoke about a resistance to change within the college with the attitude of of from senior management and like the decision makers within the university saying well we got through college without these um right. services so you can do it too okay. um, that's not very helpful is it <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. yeah um and then other things were kind of just covid social media um even like the wider social climate some people I think in our focus groups, some people that we had from the States talking about the Roe versus Wade being overturned um, and like the... So you mean the um, the socially, social political environment? Um, yeah. I, I guess, um, yeah, I guess students would be much more tuned into that, but maybe that's, I don't mean that, pardon me if I seem like an old fellow saying that, but you mean <laughs> it's like um, maybe more socially aware and so on. And what overall, what would you, how would you consider COVID in the list of pressures on students? I mean, what what's your so, feeling the outcome, outcome from that? Yeah, so I think that was our initial, like, that's kind of what has given into the, there's been a growth in like the psychological literature on student well-being because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I think all of like these problems that we're talking about, they were all just kind of exacerbated by the experience of COVID. And then when we spoke with the, student counseling service representative um they told us that they were going into all these issues like identity development and um emotional regulation all that kind of stuff and they were all kind of things that were put to the side or um intensified during covid and then that tied in with the academic stress of having to do college online and then the financial stress maybe of not being able to work during covid so i think they're all interlinked in some kind of way Okay, yeah, no, that's it's really interesting. Um, the 
so, so do you what, how would you would you say that the overall the student body is more stressed than a few years ago is it sort of about the same or do you what do you think the trend is overall i think it's hard to tell but if we even go by the fact that so in the 2021-22 academic year the student counseling service in trinity had the longest waiting list they've seen in the existence of the service so i think that speaks in itself for student mental health mm-hmm. well i'd add that the counseling the like counselors in student counseling services saw 99% more clients than um other universities in a sample of over 600 universities worldwide so and that was in the last academic year so wow. the like it seems that the demand just like exponentially risen as well the senior tutor representative um was talking about how they thought it was even worse now than the financial crash um and that like uh, like there's always mental health pressures on students um but i think that he did say that it was far like covid had a bigger impact than that did on students yeah it's interesting you mentioned that the the uh, like every student gets a staff member who's a tutor you they relate to probably um obviously more academic but i i know when i was a student there i found there was such a huge difference between the life experience and the age of the tutor and myself he was a very nice man don't get me wrong but he you know it's just uh there i was like with acne on my face i'm again like <laughs> pardon me everybody i'm not trying to be extra smart here i'm just trying to um emphasize the difference in life experience and uh so on between the student and the the staff member you know it's quite a uh, it's a hard bridge to cross yeah well there is another service in trinity that's probably been introduced in more recent years called student to student mm-hmm. so when you come into trinity as a first year um and this service is this service is under the student counseling service and um when you come in to first year um you get assigned a student mentor so it can be anyone from second to fourth year I think in the same course in the yeah in the same course as you so I think that that was that's that probably helped during COVID to be able to ask just to have a face to be able to ask nor like questions that you wouldn't go to Mm -hmm. maybe a professor or you wouldn't ask your tutor but just like small questions and they're only a year older than you or like maybe even the same age Yeah. yeah I think that that probably bridges that gap that's a good I, idea, isn't I, it? This is a great idea. Yeah. Right, look, it sounds like an amazing piece of work. I hope you guys get good credit for it. And, um, you know, I think you're emphasizing, you know, what in some ways seems obvious, but it still has to be managed as a as an overall societal problem at one level and individual problem at another. So it's 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 a big, big thing to look at. So great work on that. You know, <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, I hope, I hope you get good marks. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so in terms of relaxation, what do you guys do? How do you get away from the stress of all this? Um, well, Sive, so she won't say it herself, but uh, she DJs. And, oh, wow, cool. Uh, they had a big event last night, and I think there must have been at least 200 people there coming to see them. Like, oh, mega impressed. Thank you very much. <laughs> do, you, do you pre-mix your own stuff, or do you uh, do it on, the, on live? Um, well, I've mixed live, but uh, I haven't yet produced any of my own music. But honestly, because where we're filming now, there's a 
DJ room on campus. Um, but because there's no one like on campus at the moment, it's fine to use the room. Um, but like having, I think having societies and colleges are really, like we're both involved in the psychological society as well. And like you make such good, good friends through societies and college and even just having a weekly meeting, like it's nice to take a library break and chat to people about like non-academic related things. Mm-hmm. like to break up the day I think that really does make a big difference and your friend our friends like we have such good friends in college like we're I think we're very lucky with the people that we've met like people on our course like mm. we've made such nice friends so sure. I think that makes it a lot easier when you have someone to relate about like all your college stress and be like oh like I can't believe the workload we have or <laughs> That's you are doing this for her. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's true of any part of the, any part of the life, and it's great you guys got the the network. And what about yourself, Josh? You got any any hobbies? Uh, I would say recently I'm really getting into like photography. I, I'd be involved with the photography society as well on campus, and kind of like film photography and learning how to like develop the film and stuff like that. So still do film. <laughs> yeah, it's like a cool thing now. Yeah. Oh, all right. It's like the LPs. Yeah, yeah I bought, a, <laughs> bought myself a, a record player, and it disappeared into my son's bedroom. So I haven't seen it since. Uh, since <laughs> well, uh, I did the same thing with my dad's. I like took it. He gave it to me, <laughs> and he had to pry it out, out of my room. Like, yeah, my my younger son, my teenage son, he goes into town. He buys rap uh, LPs, and I hear them blaring out of his bedroom there. So anyway, that's fine. So I'm really interested to hear what sort of music you guys would like to talk about but uh, at the end you have to name one song so i'd be interested to hear what your general taste is oh that's very difficult well what do we say i I actually am struggling now um well i know josh is really into ethel kane at the moment yeah that's true um will you pick one of hers yeah i think so um i would say American Teenager by Ethel Kane. We've been enjoying last night. Actually, Sive played a remix of it last night at her gig. Very good. A rave remix. <laughs> <laughs> okay, brilliant. Look, a surprise. Yeah. Okay, well, we play that. Um, and thanks for being on the podcast, guys. We really appreciate it. Thanks, thanks so, much so much for having us.
Go out, but I'm still standing.